Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation. And Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews. We're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now. The latest on your Raiders and the NFL. Your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo. Welcome back. It is the home stretch here on Silver and Black today. That's right. The Tuesday edition. You had your Monday to lick your wounds after Sunday's loss. Now you can start to look forward to the Pittsburgh Steelers rolling into Allegiant Stadium. Sunday night football. Yes. The Steelers, they're on like primetime like, like 12 times. I mean, I'm exaggerating. But the Steelers are on primetime all the time. Now, it's good this time because it's against the Raiders, Mo, Just although it means our Sunday night, Monday morning, is even later than it usually is um, because of the game. Uh, but that's selfish. Uh, but but it's amazing how much the NFL caters to the Cowboys. Now, the Cowboys are a very good team. My pick to go to the Super Bowl, by the way. But the Steelers get primetime games like every two weeks. You said it before. They were one of the teams that a lot of you know media people, including myself, felt like would do well. I had the Steelers winning 10, 11 games this year yeah. because I feel like the offense is going to take a big step and their defense has usually been solid. Now they're also without Cam Hayward, who's going to be out four weeks with out multiple weeks with a groin injury. And now it's looking dire. But you know, the Steelers, first of all, the fan base travels well. They so do. they're going to be well re- well represented at Allegiant Stadium. And the Steelers our story franchise. They're one of those blue blood franchises like the Giants and the 49ers and the Cowboys. So they're going to be on national TV. Even if people think they're going to be good, they're going to put them on TV. Absolutely. And by the way, please, I know we're going to hear all the complaining this week, Mo, about look at all the gold and black inside Allegiant Stadium, blah, blah, blah. It sucks that they moved to Vegas and blah. Go to the game if you're a Raiders fan. Buy the tickets. Don't let Steelers fans get them. You go get them. 
It's the only way to do it. Now, I know. Oh, they suck. They lost. Okay, well, then don't complain. Complain about one or the other. You can't complain about both. <laughs> you can complain about both, and you probably will, but that's okay. That's your right. Um, Mo, all right, so we, we take a look at the AFC West. I wanted to talk to you about this because it's pretty remarkable. You have the Raiders and Chiefs at 1-1. One and one. Uh, Not surprised with the Chiefs. Uh, most expected the Chiefs to be 2-0. and oh. Of course, they lost to Detroit in the first week. And then against Jacksonville on Sunday, uh, they did not look themselves either. Uh, they got Travis Kelsey back. He was kind of limited. He had a touchdown, I think, 26 yards receiving as well. But you look at Patrick Mahomes. His, uh, that offense does not look right. The play calling was even strange with Andy Reid, such a good offensive mind. They don't look themselves. Then in the basement right now, you have the Broncos. And guess who? The Los Angeles Chargers and Brandon Staley, whose defense. Remember, he's supposed to be a quote-unquote defensive mastermind. Yes. The last three games, he's blown a lead in all three games. Sounds familiar? <laughs> <laughs> to another coach in the AFC West. Although, Brandon Staley's put it on a new level. They lose the big game, the big 30-point lead against Jacksonville in the playoffs. Then they come back uh, in week one and lose to Miami, who comes from behind. And then they lose to Tennessee from behind again in overtime. This AFC West, dude, I'm telling you, I still think, again, until somebody beats them, the Chiefs are going to win the division. But now, between the Raiders, Broncos, and Chargers, the Chargers, I think, overall, from a roster perspective, have the most talent. But I don't know if Brandon Staley's going to make it through half the season. Do you? I don't. If the Chargers start off, and they have the Vikings next, so both teams are going to be kind of desperate. These are two teams that made the playoffs last year, right? So if the Chargers start off 0-4, let's say they lose to the Vikings and then lose to the Raiders, which is very possible because I've said that the Raiders and the and Chargers play each other close Always all the play time. tough. Quite possibly, I don't think Staley, he may be, he should be in the hot seat now. But let's say the Raiders, let's say the Chargers start off 0-4, they lose to the Vikings in a desperate game between two 0-0 teams, and then they lose to the Raiders, who often play them close. I can see Staley getting the boot because you have Justin Herbert, who's putting up big numbers, as I expected him to do. You have an offense that's putting up points. As a defensive-minded head coach, you should be tasked with protecting leads and and stopping teams from scoring 27 points in a, you know every week. <laughs> I have a golden rule. If you're an offensive-minded head coach, your offense should be clicking by year two. If you're a defensive-minded head coach, your defense should be clicking by year two. Staley had the number one ranked defense in total yards and points allowed with the Rams before he took the job with the Chargers. Since he's come over to the Chargers, same building, still in L.A., the Chargers defense hasn't been good. They haven't been able to stop the run, and now they just can't stop teams from scoring. The the Titans have a pretty limited offense with Ryan Tannehill. He had two big throws. The numbers are kind of uh, misleading because people say, well, he threw for all these yards, but more than about half of those yards came from, I believe, two throws. The Titans have a pretty, you know, cut-and-dry offense. They're going to give the ball to Derrick Henry and hope he rumbles for 100 yards and scores a couple of touchdowns. And the Chargers could not stop them and and allow, and allow lost another lead. So Brandon Staley has to be in trouble. And if, if, the, if the Chargers get, to me, a better head coach, that could be a much better team that's, that's more of an overachiever than an underachiever. Because let's be honest about the Chargers. They're picked every year to win 11 games, go deep in the playoffs, and what happens? doesn't happen because either A, of injuries – 
be coaching. To me, this year, I know they were not Austin Eckler on Sunday, but this is a coaching issue for the Chargers, and Raider fans can celebrate that because while the Chargers are underachieving now, you got to believe Brandon Staley is still going to be the coach when they play the Raiders. So the Raiders' offense is going to have a chance eventually to get it together against the Chargers' <laughs> piss-poor defense. So we'll see how that match up, but that's coming up in two weeks. Well, if you look at that, too, you look at the AFC West, as I mentioned, Raiders, Chiefs, and then Broncos, Chargers. Look at the I look at the net points, which is basically the points for points against, because you're talking about the Chargers' defense. The Broncos' defense is better, but hasn't performed as well as people thought. Chiefs' defense actually performing better than, than anticipated in some ways. But the net points, so again, points for versus points against, the Raiders, minus 27. So... You want to talk about how bad the offense has been compare and comparable. I say I shouldn't say bad offense, just underachieving. Minus 27. Then you have the Chargers minus five, Broncos minus three, and the Chiefs plus seven. So the Chiefs have scored 37 points and given up 30. Raiders have scored 27, given up 54. The Chargers have given up 63 points, but they've scored 58. So what that tells me to your point, Chargers versus Raiders, Raiders are going to have to score. Either way, you're going to have to score points because the Chargers, even when they lose because of their defense, they put up points. And we saw the stat uh, on Justin Herbert and the records he's set so far uh, are pretty stellar. Now we look at the rest of the AFC, Mo, and it's pretty crazy. Uh, you look at, I would have never thought, because I picked the Bengals to go to the Super Bowl. I think you did too, didn't you? Yes, I picked them to actually win the title. <laughs> to win the Super Bowl. They yes. are now 0-2. 0-2 and 0-2 and in the division as well, right? So you always want to win your division for seeding and, and, and obviously uh, getting that home game if you can get in the top top slot, which, of course, the Chiefs are going to battle for. But nonetheless, 0-2, they've scored 27 points. They're the same number of points as the Raiders in two games, <laughs> by the way. Is that crazy? They've given, they've given up 51, which is three less than the Raiders. But the Bengals are 0-2 in the AFC, okay? So you look at that. And then the Chargers. So those two teams, the Bengals and the Chargers, were kind of media darlings as well when it came to, okay, who could who could supplant the Chiefs in the AFC? Uh, and then you toss in the Jets there, but we all know what happened with the Jets. So so you look at this, and, and the AFC, after two weeks, after two weeks, Mo, is in complete disarray. Now, there are some teams there... The Ravens are obviously 2-0. The Jaguars, 1-1. One one. They lose that game to the Chiefs. Um, and But the Dolphins. The Dolphins are the other story at 2-0 as well. So the AFC East, AFC North, and the AFC West do not resemble anything what we thought they would look like. Well, that's true. I, I will still caution. It's very, very early. It's very – like, when it comes to standings, and I, lo- I know I like to throw – that stat about 0-2 teams don't make the playoffs is like 10% chance they make the playoffs. Let's remember si- since what 20, you know, since 2021, they've added another playoff team. So True. those stats are gonna eventually, you know, change. The percentage is gonna go up with 0-2 teams making the playoffs. Yeah. We have 15 games left to go. I'm not worried. I'm still not, I mean, the worry that I have with the Bengals is that Joe Burrow tweaked his cap again. So if that injury lingers on, my Bengals prediction not looking pretty good if Joe Burrow is not himself. That's going to be an issue. But I do think the Browns are going to be good this year. And I said the Browns could be a team that wins 10 games and doesn't make the playoffs because the AFC is so competitive. I think the Browns are going to are gonna be, I want to say a juggernaut. 
they're going to be in the mix to make the playoffs. They're going to be in the mix to even win that division title, in my opinion, with the way the Steelers are playing, Joe Burrow uh, tweaking his hamstring. With the Ravens, even though they're 2-0, and the offense still has to work out some kinks because they do have Todd Monk and a new offensive coordinator. So with that said, I think we're going to see other teams crop up and be, you know, at the top of the conference. The Dolphins, you mentioned, as I said, the Browns are a team to look at. And, I, and we both think the Chiefs are eventually going to figure it out because they usually do. And the Jacksonville Jaguars, if you look at their schedule, I know they lost to the Chiefs, but, I mean, we're expecting them to lose to the Chiefs because we're expecting the Chiefs to come around. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to go on a streak eventually because their schedule isn't that tough. So I think those teams you want to look at. But if you're a Raider fan out there and you're looking at the AFC and you're, and you're panicking over that 38-10 loss, you still have to look at it as it's still early. There's still time to get in the mix and and string together a win streak because yeah. what do we what do I always say or you say this too that Thanksgiving is the time where you're looking at okay that's when playoff teams shift in the gear that's when teams start to get it together and get rolling for the playoffs you still we, we're about two months away from that so plenty of time yes but you have to start to win games now you don't want to dig yourself a, a hole early if you're the Raiders no and and I think two things uh, for the Raiders specifically. We taught when the schedule was released, Mo, and we knew the dates, we talked about how brutal this first four games would be for them. Three of four on the road. That's tough. It's tough for any NFL team to do that. So so keep that in mind. I agree with you. Long now, if things don't change on the defensive front, it could be a very long season, as you said earlier. But remember, to your point about 0-2 teams as well, the Bengals were 0-2 last year and they were a game away from the Super Bowl. So I think you're right. I think those those things change over time. But you look at these these divisional matchups and the fact that that it's early is is correct. Uh, and then of course the 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 ever present equalizer, unfortunately, because you don't want to see anybody get hurt, is injuries. You don't know what's going to happen down the road. Like the Bengals, the Bengals are 0 two. If Joe Burrow doesn't play next week, the the Bengals have no good backup quarterback. <laughs> they don't have. Somebody who can come in and do it. So, so they might even have to go get somebody. I mean, it, it like like trade wise, somebody who's sitting on somebody's bench if they're willing to give them up, which doesn't happen very often. But because they're they're in a whole lot of trouble. Uh, and then some other good stories. Look at uh, I'm I'm actually doing a piece on Sports Not this week about C.J. Stroud. Remember him? Who wanted to draft him? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We did. <laughs> we did. Yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, of course, the Texans are 0-2, but C.J. Stroud putting up some big numbers. And I'm not just talking about numbers f- to pad stats. I'm saying he's showing promise early on to the point where you start to look at that. And again, it's only two games, but he's off to a nice start there, too. So lots of stories around the league. And he did that without 80% of his starting offensive line. Four yes. of his starting five offensive linemen are hurt. Correct. And a lot of the criticism was C.J. Stroud uh, when he was at Ohio State, and for people who don't understand how they run their system, was that he didn't run enough, he didn't move, use his legs enough, 
He's using him in Houston. He had a couple nice passes on Sunday, including a touchdown pass that was gorgeous, uh, where he stepped up into the pocket um, on the on the weak side there and and hit hit a dime right in the middle of the end zone. So so it, there's there's a lot going on in the league, but the thing with the and 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 again, I'm not trying to peddle false hope, Mo, as you said earlier, but <laughs> but. Careful, Scott. But the Raiders, like, no, I'm getting to the two-game thing, right? It's two games in. I'm not saying the Raiders. I'm sticking with my prediction, prediction of seven wins now. I, I upped it to eight last week. Now I'm back to seven. <laughs> <laughs> the wind's blowing. No, seriously. Se- seven or eight wins, and I'm sticking with that because I do think teams get on runs, and I think schedule has a lot to do with it. And I think the Raiders, hey, they can come home and beat the Steelers and then go down to L.A., the vacation home for the Raiders. And beat the Chargers, did, did, then you're three and one, right? Or at worst two and two if you if you lose that game. Uh, so so we'll see what happens, but it's going to be um, fascinating. But I, I I always say this to fans, and I, and I think what's his name? I forgot on Twitter, Stoic Raider or whatever. And he because we both like stoicism, he he brought up Marcus Aurelius. He's like, when they lose, go out, take a walk, read some Marcus Aurelius, and relax. Um, but but no, get fired up, and it'll be interesting to see. We'll have we'll have a brand new show on Thursday where we'll preview the Pittsburgh game. We'll have a guest on as well, so so get used to that. Mo, I know you got stuff coming up here. Today's Tuesday. Uh, what do you got the rest of the week? People need to pay attention to. I'm going to have a Bleacher Report live on Wednesday, just kind of previewing or looking ahead to the Pittsburgh Steelers matchup because it is a big matchup. It's the Raiders' home opener at Allegiant Stadium, and it's important that they win that game. <laughs> I also have something up on Sportsnot, um, just kind of taking stock of some players through the first two weeks, kind of a stock up, stock down type of format. And also, I'll have a silver and black blitz. I'm not sure what that topic will be, but of course, I always have something First two weeks, I think I did what I want to see more of. I think I'm going to change it up and give uh, listeners something, some new flavor this week. There you go. See, there's always always something going on. Also, a reminder, uh, coming up for the game on Sunday night, myself and Big Corey, it'll be our first game on the ah. PSF app where we're going to be watching the game along with you. It's going to be crazy, I'm sure. Corey's going to uh, challenge me in ways I haven't been challenged, which will be fun. I'm looking forward to it. But I know the other team that was going to be doing the Raiders games, uh, for some reason, something happened. They weren't able to do the first two games. So I apologize if you went and got the app and you were looking for Raider chat and it wasn't there. But this week we could do that. Corey and I will also be doing Wednesday night. We will be doing a chat up there. So just pay attention to the Silver and Black Today Twitter and my Twitter handle, uh, LV Gully, uh, and we will and Big Corey as well. Big Corey double zero, C-O-R-Y, and we'll we'll put out what time we're going to be up uh, Wednesday chatting with you before the game. So we'll be doing that midweek every week, and then we'll do the game as well. So it's going to be it's going to be fun, uh, and we'll have fun. Well, I'm sure we'll also have a blitz on Wednesday, and then the show on Thursday, and um, Mo will send me a blitz for Friday, probably at middle of the night on Thursday, right? When it, Hopefully when it's in the middle of the night. Too. Hopefully in the middle of the night, Tuesday going to Wednesday. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I know it gets busy as the week goes on. So anyway, all right. Well, make sure you uh, follow Mo on, on Twitter, on X, M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. I'm at LV Gully. The show is SNB. Today, I want to thank our producer, Mike Rabia, who keeps it all together for us 
every show. Uh, we certainly appreciate all the work that he does uh, to keep it up. Mo, go ahead. And shout out to the people that appreciate objective uh, analysis because I, a lot of Raider fans have reached out to me on social media and said, thank you for being honest about my football team. Thanks for not getting my hopes up. I know a lot of people don't like to hear when I pick against the Raiders or quote unquote my negative takes. But when it and it comes to fruition, people kind of appreciate it. So at the time, people don't appreciate it. I get a lot of, believe me, I get a lot of the other side. Oh, Mo, you're a hater. Oh, Mo, you're not, you're not seeing the vision. You're not a believer. You're not this. You're not that. And then, you know, at the end of the day, people kind of appreciate. Thank you for being honest. So shout out to the fans out there who appreciate the objectivity. I appreciate you. Absolutely. I hear from this week, too. People were really upset the way the game was going. And so I think I got four morons. I was called a moron four times. And then <laughs> I look, it? and it, it's always interesting. And I usually just, I just don't pay attention. But but I look, I, I was like, okay, this is weird. Is it the same person with different handles? Because they're using the same exact word. And I look, and they all follow me. And I'm like, if I'm such a moron, why are you following me? Like, I don't follow morons. I don't want to follow somebody I don't like. But that's okay. If you don't like me and you like following me, whatever. Okay. I'll listen to you. I'll dismiss it. But, you know, that's okay. But we certainly appreciate it. And look, I don't mind people disagreeing with us. I mean, they do all the time. And I think that's why they like us. Because we don't mind being disagreed with. um, Because we're not always right. Nobody is. So it's all good. But I agree with you, Mo. It's nice to hear uh, back from people. And that's where everybody does a different kind of show, right? Everybody does different stuff. Um, and and as you'll see when we do the PSF app with Corey, Corey's got a whole different style than I do, right? He's got a different audience. We're going to meld them together. It's going to be interesting. It'll be fun. For sure. All I'll, right. be, I'll be watching. <laughs> you'll be you'll be in there i know you'll be laughing it'll be good um we'll get you in there like you could pop because you could pop in on video that's the cool thing make sure you download the app you could you mm-hmm. can pop in it's like hey i'm going to grab a drink in between covering four stories uh and jump right in it'll be funny he'll have I'll some food taken he'll make fun of you i'm sure so you'll have to defend yourself and he'll also call me kirk morrison at least twice <laughs> during the that's right that's right he's the one who started that Mm-hmm. All right, Mo. I will see you on Tuesday, my friend. See you then. All right. For Mike Robbie, for Mo Moten, I'm Scott Branson. This has been Silver and Black Today. Do us a favor. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your audio. And we will talk to you soon, Raider Nation. Take care of one another. <laughs>